0: Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Every once in a while, when I'm looking for inspiration, I like to go back to early articles on filmmaking stuff and kind of read where my head was back then. You may or may not know this, but filmmaking stuff is actually a decade old. I started writing articles on filmmaking stuff over 10 years ago, and what's really interesting is one of my first articles was the future of self-distribution, where I talked about physical being replaced by digital. And you could just tell that there was such excitement in what I was sharing, because to me, the idea of giving away your film to a distributor for mere validation and a pat on the back saying, hey, you're good enough, that just never made business sense to me. And I'm a little bit weird because, you know, when I look at a film project, I'm always thinking about the end game in mind. How is this thing gonna help me pay rent, you know? How's it gonna help me support my family? And those are things that are very real. And I'm sure that you, in some way, shape, or form, feel the same way about your own filmmaking. But you know what I've discovered? In the 10 years since starting filmmaking stuff, as I've evolved and my thinking has evolved, and I've met more people and I've gained more ideas, and I've even worked for several distribution companies, what I've realized is in the world of distribution, the more things change the more things stay the same and right now even though we're 10 years past the point where physical was being replaced by digital and you have the ability to self-distribute into popular platforms that used to only be accessible through a distributor even though all this stuff is available to you you still want something that you think you need somebody else to give you. And I'm going to share this with you right now because this is, this is like a mind-blowing realization that I frankly just had earlier this week. And the mind-blowing realization is you want status. You want to rise in your status so that you can gain more respect, do better and better projects with you know, people that you kind of admire and you feel like, wow, that would be great to collaborate with that person. It just, it, it like dawned on me, oh my gosh, this is the reason why even after a decade, filmmakers are still taking crappy deals. It isn't about the deal. It isn't about the minimum guarantee or the lack of minimum guarantee. It isn't whether or not that distributor is going to market your film or not. It's because you think that by signing that deal, that is going to help you elevate your status. And it also occurred to me that film distributors know this. And and I'm not here again to throw film distributors under the bus, but it's a reality that filmmakers spend years making a film and they're all too happy to give it away again for mere validation and a pat on the back. So, you know, it's my obligation to you to help you avoid all those shenanigans and and that has been my mission. How do I help filmmakers avoid the typical film distribution shenanigans so that they can level up their careers? And so I wanna reframe all the things that I've been telling you about self-distribution because I believe that if you can control your own mini movie studio from development to production to distribution, and it's something that you can control, you will elevate your status further and faster than just merely signing a distribution deal. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you are powerful enough, to produce product. And even if you're producing backyard indies that are decent, right? Even if you're producing backyard indies for mere pocket change, doing the best that you can. Let's say you make a movie for $10,000. You put it out on the Amazon, you get all your friends and family to buy it. And lo and behold, uh, two years from now, you've made $11,000 on your film. Well, guess what? You've made a profit on your motion picture. Now we could argue whether or not that profit makes a big dent in your in your life or your career from the perspective of money, but from the perspective of status, from the perspective of power, you have actually demonstrated that you can do something on your own and you don't necessarily need permission ladies and gentlemen, if you can do that, you are creating a track record. And what that allows you to do is whenever you go into negotiation with anybody, you have a certain degree of power that nobody can take away from you. And that power is going to resonate throughout the whole room and people are going to pick up on it and they're going to be like, wow, we can't mess with this person. And there's something attractive about this person. And I really want to work with this person. How do I involve myself in this person? How do I give them what they want so that they'll work with me? You know what I mean? The table, are turned. Compare that to the typical filmmaker that makes a film. They go to the American film market, they talk to a distributor and they're like, Well, I made a movie. Here's my movie. Do you think you like it? Would you please validate my existence and maybe give me a little bit of money? Is there anything that we can do here? And then that distributor is all too happy to say, You know what? Here's the deal. We're not going to be able to give you a minimum guarantee. We're not going to be able to get behind the marketing. But if you work with us, you're going to be able to work with us. I mean, think about the deals that people sign. I'm sure you know filmmakers. Hopefully you haven't signed one of those deals, but I know a lot of people listening have and there's nothing wrong with that. We all gotta learn somehow. But think about on any of those deals that you were attracted to. Was it more about you reaching your financial goals or was it more about you reaching your emotional goals, your emotional goals that were triggered by the status that you thought that you would achieve through doing that deal? And look, if you're still new to this whole thing, then find some other filmmakers that have done deals with traditional distributors. And again, I'm not here to throw traditional distributors under the bus. There are good deals out there. There are good distributors out there But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, for every good deal that's out there, there's probably four or five or 50 terrible deals that filmmakers have signed. So I want you to go talk. If you haven't signed a crappy deal in the past, I want you to go talk to filmmakers that have and just really ask them, well, what was it about the deal that was so attractive? What did you think you would get out of it other than the money? And I bet Although they won't say it's status, I bet if you really listen to what people are saying, it's all about leveling up their careers. So I'm here to tell you that if you can become powerful enough to control your own product, control your own development and production and your own distribution, that is going to help you level up your career much, much faster than merely signing a bunch of crappy deals and hoping and hoping that somebody's going to notice your work. Anyway, I'm Jason Brewbaker. This is Filmmaking Stuff. If you like the stuff that I was sharing with you today, make sure you head on over to howtosellyourmovie.com. Uh, once again, howtosellyourmovie.com. It's a bit of an investment, but then again, you're investing in your entire future here. So it's up to you whether or not that makes sense, but howtosellyourmovie.com. And of course, you can always reach out to me with any questions. Talk to you again real soon.